I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, tragedy befell me this evening. What happened this evening? Uh, so I made plans to go to dinner. Actually, tragedy almost befell me this afternoon when I made plans to go to lunch. Wow. Uh, I tried to go to uh, Tacos El Grullo, my favorite local, uh, I'm assuming Mexican-owned uh, taco uh, mm-hmm. restaurant. Uh, I'm assuming that it's owned, and run. owned by someone named Grullo, mm-hmm. uh, which is, can you think of a name that shortens to Grullo in Mexican? Grujildo. Okay. I did, so can you make up a name? The yeah, I did. Grugio. Okay, good. I made up Grujildo. Maybe you could name your son Grujildo, uh-huh. uh, because that is the same in English and Spanish. Grujo. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Tacos El Grujo uh, is a restaurant. Uh, I had been going there for tacos for, for several several years, and I so one time when I went for tacos, the lady said, uh, after next week, we will be uh, in El Edificio Yellow. I think I told this story before. Yeah, I think so. Uh, she pointed out that they yeah. would be in El Edificio Yellow uh, from then Why'd on. she say yellow? I don't know. She I don't thought know you'd know the, the word for I building, the, but the not the Spanish not word for, for building, yellow. but not for yellow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- to be fair, I don't. I do oh, know the okay. Spanish building for yellow. Uh, or the Spanish, word, yeah, word I know the building. Spanish building for word, but not the yellow for building. Mm-hmm. Um, the Spanish water for chocolate. Mm-hmm. So I went to El Edificio Yellow today, and it was like all boarded up and for rent. And I was like, fuck. Oh. Uh, but then it turns out that Tacos El Grullo just moved back into their old building uh, and changed their name to Grullo's Fine Mexican Cuisine. Oh, yeah, yeah. that that does have quite a fine ring to it. It does. The uh, and the uh, the old building was better because it had a drive-through. I didn't like having and to it go. And it was yellow. It, well, no, the new one was yellow. The new edificio was yellow. Oh. The old edificio was just it didn't have any brown? personality or color. Yeah, it was probably brown. Cafe. Yeah, edificio cafe. So people thought, oh, let's go there to get some coffee. Right. Um, no, it was weird though because uh, in the new building they didn't have a drive-through. So whenever we went to get lunch, we would have to go walk up to the counter order some tacos and then it takes them like maybe 10 minutes to make these tacos and then Uh, go back out to your car and then they bring it to your car no we would have to sit in there and it was always just filled with people and children all watching mexican television and it was really small and like it was just always weird being in oh you felt like an outsider i did i very much felt like i felt like i was sitting in a restaurant in mexico and i felt like everybody was staring at me but they Mostly weren't. They were the watching children the were staring at me because the they had TV. never seen a penis as large as mine. <laughs> oh, and it was sticking out of your pants. Yeah. Um, the tragedy, though, that befell that—that that was a tragedy averted. And I said, I said mm-hmm. to the man, I was afraid you'd gone out of business. You moved back to your old building, and he said, <laughs> he said, no, yes. señor. Yes. And I said, you also changed your name. He said, yes, little bit. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Well, that's true. <laughs> so he, he, I was hoping maybe he would it's explain it. Still had grew you know, in it. Yeah, we thought that it would accomplish X or Y. Mm-hmm. Um, D- did it look more like a fine establishment no. in the old building? No, it looked the newer one. The new building was nicer. Uh-huh. It just didn't have a drive-through. I see. Yeah, the old one. You know, it is what it is. How late does it stay open? Does it stay open very late? I don't know. I've oh. never gone there for anything other than lunch. Um, it, it's the kind of place that you would stop on the way home from a bar, right? Uh, up until the one time you do that and kind of get sick. And then you never, you never, do, then you it never do it again. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I think a, an experience that might not be common to all of our listeners, but is common to but most many. Of the people that we know in in probably the American Southwest. Um, there is always the Filibertos or whatever that is that is drive through Mexican place that's open. Um, 20, and it seems like a great idea. At open twenty four hours a day. Yeah. yeah, and maybe you're driving home from a bar or a party at four in the morning, and and uh, you think oh, I was. 
enchilada. <laughs> and then you and fall then you... asleep in the car holding whatever thing you ordered. Well, or what I what happened to me once was and I you uh, threw up the rest. I uh, I've never thrown up from it, but I did once. Uh, I came home from the bar after. I was like really at the bar. Like this wasn't one of those times when it's like, oh sure, I I kind of went to the bar. Now this was like I went to the bar, and you. What does tell. that mean? Had a I had a lot time or amount a lot of drinks. Um, that was when I was living with our buddy uh, who lived right down the street from TT Roadhouse, and so oh, we would right. often uh, okay living with after the, work right. So being a, a, Around a, a somewhat enthusiastic drinker. And living with somebody who is an equally or maybe slightly more enthusiastic drinker than you will cause you to drink a lot more than mm-hmm. either of you would on your own. I sure. think I think they, there might be a word for that, and it might be codependency. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, but yeah, so we, we, we pulled into uh, uh, Filiberto's and got, I was like, oh, I'm going to get a cheese enchilada and rice and beans, because that's the only thing I ever get from Mexican restaurants. And I ate it, just scarfed it down in a heartbeat and then immediately went to sleep. Um, and then I woke up maybe an hour and a half later, just certain that I was dying of some sort of internal hemorrhaging or something. Just, I I have never experienced indigestion quite like this before. But it was what, just a cheese? It was just a cheese enchilada and some rice and beans, yeah. I, I don't see how... I don't see... I mean, it might have been... I might have... When I said cheese, he might have thought that I said the Spanish word for knives. <laughs> uh, because that's what it felt like. So I, I, I woke up and I spent like an hour just pacing around in circles in the house, trying to that's walk so off... horrible. Walk off this horrible... And you had to work the next day, I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah, I probably did, huh? That might have been when I was in college. I didn't have shit to do. Oh, I have I have a really early class I have to skip. <laughs> Let's get high. Yeah, that's true. That's no, the the tragedy that struck me, Roy. This since, evening. This evening. Okay. Uh, we tried to go to dinner at uh, at at Pizza Mart, a local establishment that Wes, mm. the animator, taught us about. Uh, yes. They have really shitty pizza and probably video uh, games, cheap beer, but a lot of video games. We uh, we we checked to see how late they were open. They were open until nine, so we decided at eight o'clock we would go there. Okay. We went there, and uh, it was looked like the lights were dim and the, the outside lights weren't on. And we're like, wow, it doesn't seem like they're open. We mm-hmm. walked up. There were still people in there eating, so we were like, yay, they're open. But then I looked closer and realized that they had turned all the video games off. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. To, so I just thought it was like, Sunday okay, savings? I'm not going here. And my girlfriend... You didn't even walk inside? No, my girlfriend was like, are you serious? You're going to not eat here because the video games are turned off? And I was like, fuck yes, I'm serious. That's the only reason I came here. Huh. So then we had to find a new restaurant, and the new restaurant we found was pretty awesome. And so what even was that, it? even that. Tra- uh, what gimmick did it have? Uh, nothing, just f- food. That, well, okay. I like a pizza place, Roy, mm-hmm. that'll let you put green olives on a pizza. That's a thing that oh. I enjoy okay. that you don't always find. Yeah, uh, Streets true. of New York is a chain that will do it, but they're one of the only uh, they're one of the only good sized chains I'm aware of that that will actually do that. So you normally have to go to you have to find some independent pizza place that that dares mm-hmm. to slice up some green olives from a yeah. jar from Safeway. Isn't being run by by pizza. the corporation uh, establishment? Yeah, they don't they don't pay attention to what Big Brother says you can put on a pizza when Big Brother says all olives must be black. And mild. They don't see color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, black and mild. You have to just slice up a black and mild cigarillo and put it on the pizza. Ah, that would be gross. Mm. 
So what, where did you eat then? At Vito's something. Vito's. I think Vito's. Oh, Vito's. because they, they did serve green B- olives Bebo's. on the pizza. Yeah. It was okay. an Italian, it was a ristorante. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It was like a mile from the house. So we discovered a new place, a new dining option. That's great. Yeah. Yelp didn't used to work here, but now it does. Mm. We're, we're in a place where maybe three years ago, Yelp did not have enough data to be useful, but now Yelp is like, yeah, yeah. Do you use that? Mm-hmm. You do? All the time now. Huh. See, we're, we were used to using it in San Francisco because it's awesome there. Like, it is just so filled with useful data. Mm-hmm. And in New York, it worked really well. Um, but other places, it was really People spotty. weren't logging in enough they stuff. They just weren't is doing that? Yeah, they weren't. Mm-hmm. Weren't doing their homework. There wasn't enough of a crowd to crowdsource things. I see. Yeah. What have you been up to, Roy? I feel like this whole episode so far has just been me talking <clears throat> about food. Yeah, it's it's very delicious sounding. Um, this weekend, like last weekend I spent at home and I've been doing a lot of, um, home projects, a lot of nesting things. Uh, I've been making bookshelves. Wait, like bookshelves inside of other bookshelves? Mm-hmm. So you've nesting been making, making much of a, like a nesting toilet? It, it turns out it will only hold one book. <laughs> oh, that sucks. And it is 10 feet long. I don't understand it. Uh, so I've mostly been doing that. My parents are still living with us, but they're thinking of uh, going back up to Prescott next weekend. They're probably getting tired of not having sex. Yeah, they are. I, I can hear them. I can hear them complaining mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. If only we could have sex. Uh, that's gross, Roy. <laughs> what, that they're complaining or that they're not having sex? Yeah, Just thinking that about they're it. Not thinking sex. about it. Yeah, it's, gro- it's a gross injustice yes, that your parents don't get to have mm-hmm. the bang fest they so richly deserve yeah everyone does um so it's been a lot of that uh cool any uh, any uh, any <laughs> projects? hearing my parents not have sex and making uh wooden shelves did you make a bookshelf i did what'd you put on it uh nothing yet it's not done i mean i made the bookshelf but now i need to sand it and then paint it okay and then put uh plexiglass uh shutters in front of it uh are you really gonna do that i think i am yeah. you're gonna have a bookshelf with a are you worried that well like, see um you you are going to get a a cat that likes to piss on books it's funny you should mention the cat i did make a little cubby in this bookshelf so that the cat would still have his little scratching pad so that it's still in the same place okay so he'll have his little cubby and then i'll put you do you know, use decorate that, do you it use those cardboard cat. things like we used to get uh yeah except that uh i found one once that was plastic and you can replace the cardboard part so oh. like the outside is plastic and then you can you do know, you use your own cardboard, cardboard boxes i, do, do I made make, it you yeah. made your own cardboard yeah. inserts wow. you just Re, reuse reduce recycle mm-hmm. yeah glue it well glue i, I glue them to each other you're good with your hands and i'm not i don't know how glue works yeah i think you spread it around and put things together. Roy, I have a question for you about yes, glue. What, what is you know, it? You know things about that. So here's my experience with super glue. Mm-hmm. You need super glue for something, so you go buy some super glue, and you use it, and then that's it. You can only use it once. One use only. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why don't they, why do have... they bother selling super glue? Like, do some people have lives that they need super glue, like, every day for a week? I think so. Surgeons. Okay. That's how uh, people are put oh, back guess, together now. I guess cutters. Mm-hmm. Cutters do, definitely. Yeah, sure. So like if people you're like, who huff super glue don't fumes. Get, oh, okay. Okay. Or uh, if sometimes if uh, you're trying to reveal fingerprints and you don't have the proper equipment, you would use super glue. 
Really? From the fumes. I always thought that you used uh, chalk, um, chalk dust and some sort of I guess of brush. you could do that, but wasn't that in... Uh, some scotch tape? Uh, Sherlock Holmes times. Uh, okay, yeah. Sure. They didn't have super glue. They See? scotch tape. Yeah. I think they used Irish tape back in his day. <laughs> uh-huh. um, uh, there are super glues now that come in a container that won't dry up, like oh, yeah. a gel type and... You squeeze the sides and the glue comes out. Hmm. They seem to work. I'll have to get some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Riff but I've never had. So usually when I go to buy super glue, I think about this and I think, yeah, these, each of, this is only going to work once. So then I just buy five or six of them so that the next five or six times that I need super glue, right. I have a brand new container of super right. glue that I can use once. Yeah. They're just supposed to give you a small energy boost. That's why they're so small. Oh, it's like a five hour, like a yeah. five hour. Yeah, li- but it's lips, more like a lipstick. 30 minute super glue. Okay. Um, one of the ways that it gives you more energy, you glue your lips together and then you can't go, go gumming off at the mouth. <laughs> yes, that's true. You'll just have to get busy, get busy doing whatever it is you got to do. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to jaw at your coworkers around the water cooler. You don't have time to make a phone call anymore. Oh, you can't uh, like suck your own dick, and get distracted yeah, by true. that. You can't. There's all kinds of all kinds of ways mm-hmm. in which glue in your lips shut increase your productivity. Yeah. Um, just don't do it. Do it after lunch. You got rid of our uh, our water cooler. Yeah, I did. Now we can't jaw around it. I know. I don't know. You you guys just have to stand around the uh, reverse osmosis filter. You have to get under the sink. Under in the cabinet under the sink, if you want to sit around and talk about what an asshole <laughs> and your only boss one is. person fits there. Yeah, well, that's just as well. Okay. You guys, you guys got work to do. You yeah, know, that's true. I'm not. I'm not paying you guys to sit around jawing. No, you're chewing not. the fat, spitting the gristle, mm-hmm. wetting your whistles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all kinds of things like but, that. But you know, so one thing was that it always uh, seemed you you were you were one of the exceptions. You would occasionally go get more water uh, for the water. Sometimes cooler. we didn't want to sign up for the getting water delivered service because it costs a hundred times more than just buying water really from a place mm-hmm. we should just invest in some barrels and put them outside and collect rainwater. it's free it comes from the sky that's true i don't it doesn't it's happen very, angels weeping very often here mm-hmm. um, why are the angels weeping roy i don't know i don't know why that's a mystery i may never know i think it's because of all the butt sex oh that's that's happening. Not like the only butt sex. Somebody's somebody's having some butt sex with the angels, and it's making them cry. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying the angels are weeping because of the the transgressions against God's dignity. I see. There's a lot of that going on. Mm-hmm. And there's and, and there's, these modern times. There's only going to be more once they start letting them get married. Who? Uh, men who like to have butt sex with their wives. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. I, I think they're married to their wives. I think right now you have to fill out one of those hundred question purity tests uh, <laughs> before they will let you get married. And Remember if you those? answer yes on the butt sex, yeah, if you re- they yes, don't let you. I'm, I am at least somewhat interested in the butt sex. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Then are the you angels. The angels. Somewhat. <laughs> very. Hi. What are the choices? Uh, not at all. Some. Very. Yes. Oh, yeah, sign me up. Yes. I don't know. God, yes. Oh, God, yes. Um, I never uh, filled out a questionnaire about butt sex. You never did? No. Did you ever do that kind of purity test where you make a salt cellar and then you write different dudes' names under one side and different kinds of dwellings under the other side and then different kinds of cars that you'll drive under the other side? And then you did that thing where you unfolded it to see who you would marry and sure. what sort of car you would drive uh, no. to what sort of domicile. I've, I've heard of this, but I've well, never I think, done it. I forget it. what they call I think they call that playing gorp. 
Yes, yes, I think you're right. Yeah, granola, oats, raisins, and peanuts uh-huh. is what they call that. Okay. I get angry every time somebody... Well, says really, Gorp. Kevin. I get angry whenever Kevin uh, says describes anything? trail mix. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but but more more so uh, when he describes trail mix as uh-huh. Gorp. And he has his shirt off. And pretends, yeah. Well, I'd rather him have his shirt off than have the sleeves cut off of a t-shirt. Oh, Does he boy. do that? He did that once, and he doesn't okay. understand why everyone relentlessly made fun of him for doing it. We were but, out. But... He's a big fan of Chachi. We were out on the we were out on a trail and he was like, "You know what? It's hot. It is too hot to wear this t-shirt and I don't want to not wear a shirt because I got my backpack on, but I'm he cut the sleeves off of his fucking t-shirt. How does that out help? In the mountains. He said he said it's great. He said it's so much more ventilated. It's so great. Guys, this is so great. Also, check out my sweet ass guns." He said, uh-huh. "Oh boy." Okay. <laughs> Just you should buy him a mesh uh, T-shirt that he can use <laughs> yeah. on a trail. <laughs> it's a great idea. Oh, I should. Preferably one that's iridescent somehow. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe it has a button that you um, you can push that'll play some Village People songs. <laughs> sure. Yeah. To, you know, for morale. It's uh-huh. like, boy, yeah, I bet you guys are listening to some Village People right now because mm-hmm. I'm just like hiking along. Hanging out with the boys. Feeling pretty enthusiastic and I know where I'm going to stay tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you built a bookshelf. I built a bookshelf. Yeah. And I cut a bunch of wood. I, um, I saw a movie, Roy. Oh, what'd you see? I saw the gray. How is that? Really good. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would recommend. What what is it about? I mean, it is about, uh, some guys trying to survive in the wilderness, uh, against a pack of wolves. Why are they out in the wilderness? They crash. They're, they're like they're, they're snowmobiles? like guys who work for an oil company and I they see. are on an airplane and back it goes from down. the Arctic and it goes down and so they're trapped somewhere they're just stranded mm-hmm. somewhere they don't know where but there are wolves and they fight the wolves I it see. is it is like just this sort of it's like is cat- this reinforcing old wolf stereotypes yeah yeah like wolves will eat a guy's face mm-hmm. uh, wolves don't care uh, how cute your daughter is mm-hmm. I um, see wolves will pee on things, and then later come back and eat the people who complain about the pee. Okay. Yeah. Um, wolves are allergic to fire. <laughs> huh. I think almost everything is allergic to fire. Mm-hmm. Wood, well, I guess wood would Yeah, wood be. is like especially allergic to fire. Just, just man, it dies immediately. Yeah, it gets a bad case of fire every time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like Never Cry Wolf, only... Uh, no sad no it's not at all sadder. not really at all like that oh. that guy goes out there on purpose yeah he does yeah and then he eats and the a wolves, mouse in between two saltines the wolves don't eat him yeah. the wolves well, are his he's friends like buddies with the wolves and he runs around naked with the caribou these wolves are assholes i see yeah the only good caribou is a dead caribou they're like says west these side wolves. wolves yeah um yeah and they're you know it's it's a really good movie okay i, I highly recommend it. i did not know what to expect really why'd you choose it uh, because I had heard a handful of people whose opinions that I trusted say, just people on Twitter that I listened oh, okay. to say, ah, this movie's really good. Like the same, the same couple of people who were like, ah, uh, you should go see Drive. It's awesome. And okay. Drive was fucking amazing. Okay. Um, and it was like, yeah, this was just like a really surprise because also the same thing with Drive. It didn't seem from the previews like it would have been a really good movie. It seemed like it was maybe a thing that was worth seeing. You know what I get to see on Thursday, Roy? 
Uh, I've heard, but please Dwayne tell the our Rock audience. Johnson's Tour de Force Journey to Colon, The Mysterious Island. Yeah. A sequel to... Uh, That's going to be amazing. What is it, 2008? Uh, Brendan Fraser, Tour mm-hmm. de Force, Journey, Journey to. to the Center of the Earth. Mm-hmm. But Journey T.O., the Center of the Earth. Mm-hmm. This is Journey Dose. Right. T.W. Forgotten Island. The Mysterious Island. The Mysterious Island. Island of Mystery. It has Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Vanessa Hudge, Hudgeman. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Some, she's Hudgkins. A girl from something. I think Hodgkins. she appeared in something that I saw recently, and there was a joke that old people didn't know who she was, or that she didn't know who old people were. Oh. Um, and so me not knowing who she was just makes you old? Me being old, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's exciting. You're, you're going to tell us all about it. It's sure. Right? About Dwayne. Yeah, I bet he's dreamy. Mm-hmm. You know, he is dreamy. I actually really like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Me too. I bet he would be a cool guy to hang out with. Hmm. Yeah, and he'd have your back. Yo, yeah, man. If some guys fucked with you, he would. He wouldn't even have to do anything. And that's the thing. The reason he has your back is because he knows he's not actually going to have to do anything. That's He'll just true. stand up and cross his arms and say, "Hey, do you really want to fuck with this guy that I'm here at Knott's Berry Farm with?" Mm-hmm. No, I don't think you do. You'd say no. I'm assuming that if Dwayne the Rock Johnson and I hung out, we'd go. That's where he'd want to go. Yeah, we'd make a day of it yeah. and go to go to Knott's Berry Farm. Mm-hmm. And maybe up into wine country. Do they sell preserves at Knott's Berry Farm? Oh, Can I you actually they. buy the Knott's Berry Farm I bet they, stuff? I bet they do. They sell, like, Bush Gardens. Um, the way the log ride works is you, you just plunge into a giant pool of beer and you can just have as, just much, open of it as, your you mouth? Just have as much of it as you can drink. Huh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and at the That's end, you awesome. get off the ride and you can just wring out your shirt in, right into your mouth. Wow. It's a great. Delicious. I've never been to Bush Gardens. I haven't either. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know where it is. Is it Florida? I don't know. Okay. Might be in St. Louis. The Rocky Mountains. <laughs> it's probably in the Rocky Mountains. That you're thinking of... Uh, Coors World. <laughs> sure. Or is it Miller? Miller also? No, it was Coors. Coors is the Rocky. Yeah, that's uh, pure the, the, the one Rocky that they want you, the marketing wants you to associate them with the, the Rockies, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mountain spring water. And Miller Light? Where where does its water come from? Milwaukee, right? Like, I think Miller's from oh, Milwaukee. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee's best, I think, is from Canada. Really? A Molson Canadian is Jamaican. <laughs> and Red Stripe is from England. Yeah, Red Stripe is from Japan. <laughs> Like their flag. <laughs> their flag does not have a red stripe no. on it at all. But, read, you know, one, red dot one out of two. is from Japan. Um, okay. Yeah, you got any... You, you normally have a list of things to talk about. I do. I, I don't right now. Wow. Sorry. You really haven't been up to anything. I've, I've really been a homebody. And, uh, you know, that's, that's about it. Oh, well. Uh, one thing that you did bring, as usual, is a big list of questions from yeah. listeners with concerns, listeners with problems, listeners with issues that they want our help with, that they want our advice. Yes, with, they do. As it were. And we should get to dispensing that advice, Roy. But before we do that, let's have a cocktail. Okay. So this week's cocktail is, uh, we're getting back to basics. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's traditional. It's the Bloody Mary. Oh, gee. You brought a, uh, we, we, we sat in front of a mirror in the dark and drank five of these. Mm-hmm. And that explains why this podcast's quality is so low. Um, because we've been murdered by a woman with knives. I don't know. What, even, what is even supposed to happen when you say that? She's supposed to show up and kill you, I think. I thought she just scratches your face. I didn't oh, think really? she killed you. To, to prove that she was there? Yeah. I think maybe this is a card. thing. I think this is maybe a thing where somebody got, like, there was a girl who came to school after having been beaten up by her cat, and they said, whoa, what happened to your face, Elizabeth? Oh, and she made up a story. She made up a story, it. yeah. So and that not they that she had an abusive cat to sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I fell true. down the stairs. 
and the stairs had five thumbtacks on sticking each side. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that happens sometimes. I got Has really, that ever happened to you? Really shitty stairs, though. Have I ever fallen down the stairs? Yeah, I fell down the stairs once and <laughs> knocked a uh, knocked a big hole in the wall. And my dad was pissed, and then he was like, "You know." I probably shouldn't be pissed off at you because you did just fall down the stairs. I should probably just be glad that you're okay. <laughs> sure, that's true. Um, but but said, then he made you yeah, repair it. Yeah, but I understand why, you know, I mean, because it was pretty stupid. Like, I just, because you... I just wasn't paying attention. I mean, like, no, I was just like running down the stairs in my socks, like, like you do. But it was Christmas morning. <laughs> yes, I was. I was so excited. What did you get me? A new, some, some new paneling, son. Like, oh, yay. Yeah. And then I just kicked a giant hole in it. So you kicked. It wasn't your head. Yeah, no, it was not my head. It was my my foot. I like, Mm -hmm. I, yeah, that's the only time I've ever actually fallen down the stairs. Huh. Um, I don't know if I've ever fallen down the stairs. It's not, I wouldn't recommend it. Your dad yells at you and then feels bad about it. Yeah, and you don't want to put your dad through that. I know, man. That's that's emotionally taxing. So this Bloody Mary uh, recipe uh, is from your little uh, your cards. Um, three parts vodka, five parts tomato juice, and then a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of Worcestershire, a little bit of hot sauce, a little bit of celery salt. Shake it, pour it over ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it suggests that you can drink it without ice, but I don't feel like it's a Bloody Mary if it's not on the rocks. Yeah, I kind of like uh, the dilution of the ice. I like to have a Bloody Mary with a stalk of celery in it, too. Mm-hmm. And what I especially like is when you can get a stalk of celery that still has the leaves on it. Yeah. On the top. I also like olives in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We went through a brief uh, Bloody Mary yeah, phase. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. It was, you know, it lasted a month or so. We, we kept a container in the fridge of bloody mary mix that when it started to get empty we would pour some more stuff into it Mm -hmm. uh and so it was like an evolving sort of a sourdough Mm -hmm. bloody mary mix and then we probably got nervous at some point that like uh, some of that's been in there a really long time i don't know really yeah and i mean every once in a while i would just put like a loaf of bread (laughs) in there and i started to worry that everything bloody would get moldy or Mm -hmm. something i was listening to the radio uh to this expert on um what he kept referring to as fungis, which is correct, but it always sounds it makes you uh, sound like silly an to me. Yeah, uh, but he was talking about how moldy bread, um, the mold on bread, is not harmful. Like it, it's just disgusting, but it won't actually harm you to yeah, eat it. I mean, I've a and the same of thing times, on cheese. Like eaten half of a sandwich before I realized that the bread was moldy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah, it's not like. You're inhaling a lot of that stuff just all the time mm-hmm. anyway, right? Like yeah. the, the the mold that grows on bread is just stuff that's in the air that happens to land on the bread. Is cheese mold, that won't really hurt you either, right? No, same thing with cheese mold. And and it can be gross is what he was saying, but it won't it won't yeah. harm you. My grandma it. always just cut the mold off of cheese and... I just scrape it off. I don't actually cut it off. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't even bother. If, I, if cheese gets moldy, I'm like, you know what? That's probably old enough. The, the mold is just a signal that that cheese has probably been in the refrigerator for a year and that I should just throw it away. <laughs> okay. Right? It's still good. It probably is still good. So it has but, good, good cheeses on it. You know what else is good? My money here. Mm-hmm. Uh, here being the grocery store where they sell new cheese. Okay. I mean, I guess cheese is pretty it's old. It's not that that new. Cheese is pretty old when you get it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we got that one. That I got that cave cheese. Uh, that talked about being grown, uh, being aged in caves, and that was what gave it its distinctive brown rind. And then huh. later in that paragraph, it said, the distinctive brown rind has been removed for your convenience. 
Um, was it wrapped in anything that nope. you thought maybe? Okay, no. It, I mean, it was wrapped in. So you were confused when you, you know, read the first when you part. Get that, yeah, when you get that fancy cheese, it's in like a wax paper, mm-hmm. like a sealed wax paper, like a baby out. bell. Um, no, that's in a wax no, container. But, well, sure, but this is like paper. It's like a pa- that paper with a plastic lining, cheese paper. Yeah, cheese paper. Mm-hmm. Um, extra, extra. <laughs> read all about it. <laughs> Ancient cave cheese is delicious. <laughs> Um, Rind, disgusting. But we, yeah, we, we, we drank a lot of Bloody Marys uh, mm-hmm. in that period of time. We got a lot of celery. And gin and tonics, right? Didn't, didn't did, we go, did we go through blend gin into that phase? phase? I don't know, maybe we did. Yeah. Yeah. We drank at bars a lot, but we also drank at home. We had a lot of parties. Remember yeah, when we, we used did. to have a lot of parties, Roy? We're Almost old every month. Now. And our parties, remember the, <clears throat> remember the shit we did to get ready for our parties? Because I don't. I don't think we did shit to get ready for our parties. We, we would maybe buy like a single no, bag we, of chips. <laughs> that's not true. We offered a lot of food. Really? Yeah. In fact, we used to be complimented on that because we were the only people who would actually put any food out. But it was only, it was not, we didn't like prepare. It wasn't like your parties now where you spend all day making a bunch of shit for the party. We sure, just, that's true. Like, we would just go get, say, a bag of 40 tacos from Jack in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome, though. <laughs> when you're super drunk at a party, Ooh. someone showing up with 40 tacos I No, tacos I did that a number of times. That that got to be a thing that I would do at mm-hmm. parties. Was I, if, I, if, if I heard a number of people say that they were hungry, I'd be like, I'm going to go get some tacos from Jack in the Box. Does anybody want any? Mm-hmm. And then no matter how many people said yes. You'd get 40. I would get 40 tacos. <laughs> It was like twenty dollars. Like right. You know, yeah, and they're just like those little meat and potato. Oh, they're so good, like, like sawdust, thing, right? sawdust and chalk, and like a slice of American cheese <laughs> right. inside a crimped shut and deep fried taco shell. They, they were the, not exactly that's actually tacos, pretty great. Right? They're no. fucking good. Though. They're like taco pockets. Yeah. Um. Sure. That was boy. I like it when we reminisce about our twenties. <laughs> Back when they had taco pockets, yeah. Back when there were tacos at Jack in the Box. No, back before. Uh, I have you eaten at Jack in the Box lately? No, you never ate as much fast food. No, as I not did. really. But um, I, I will sometimes still eat a Sonic burger. Oh yeah, and Sonic's pretty good. Sometimes even a what's that California one that people are California flip, pizza kitchen? flip flip their shit over in and out in and out up and down pizza that one that's uh that's where you get the secret menu. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can, you can I still there. have not tried that you out. You can go there and ask for a Windex burger, mm-hmm. and they'll give you uh, uh, one of their burgers, but instead of the instead of the Thousand Island stuff, they just put Windex on it. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Huh, um, okay. You can, you can also say... A brownout uh, burger. Yeah, like a double-double uh, Flying Dutchman animal style, and also a bag of weed. <laughs> and then you go up there, and they'll give you your burger, and also sell you a bag of weed. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. You have to have a card, though. You have to have the special In-N-Out membership card from your doctor. Oh, okay. Um, I don't have one of those. They have the. Are Bi- you going to do that? They have the Bible verses. You know, I looked into it, and I actually went so far as calling to schedule an appointment with mm-hmm. one of the uh, with one of the four twenty evaluation quacks. quacks. Yeah, and um, it. I they just never called back. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the you were never had, available at four twenty. I found uh, I, I found them via their ad in Nug Magazine, which was is that true? Yes, Nug Magazine. Nug Magazine. Wow, it's like a local, uh, you know, like a free weekly local High Times. Yeah, it's free weekly version of High Times. Huh. Ah, fucking pot people are the worst. 
<laughs> just did you ever read a high you wanna, times you want to join the club i do sort of but i don't really want to no i don't actually i do not want to join the so here's what i don't want to do i would not mind having the ability to legally smoke a little bit of marijuana of an evening on occasion okay right like come home from work and once see, a fortnight will i drink four or five beers like i often do when i come home from work and i'm trying to shut my brain off so that i can finally go to sleep mm-hmm. uh or maybe i could just smoke a little pot maybe i could just have three beers and smoke four pounds of reefer right yeah ba- balance um, it out but basically i would given the opportunity to make it legal for me to do it, I would like to do that. And I don't care if I have to commit some marginal amount of like medical fraud to do it. Half the time when I go to the doctor, it's some symptoms that I'm just making up. Like, I mean, I'm not making them up, but they only exist because my brain is like, hey, I bet you'd like to have some fucking horrible physical ailments. And I'm like, sure, brain, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Why why do you think your brain wants that of you? Um, I think my shit is just crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's it. I think it's the... You should try dating multiple partners. Maybe I should. <laughs> Will that help? It might. Yeah, it can't hurt, right? Like, no. It's, you know, this is, as good as a, this is as good an excuse as any. Can you get a card for that? I think maybe. Like, your girlfriends can't get mad at each other, or you. I like, have a card. No, I got this card. It's, it's because of my anxiety. Mm-hmm. I got to fuck like a lot of bitches, or it gets worse. I might kill somebody. Yeah. It's really, it's like a public... You'd probably get a card a for that. public health then. concern. Mm-hmm. Um, no, man, I don't know. I think it's the penalty of greatness. Although you're, you're, you're a creative guy. I'm no longer great. Yeah, really? Yeah. You don't think of it's your, over. You don't think of it's yourself as a creative me. great. No. You think you've done all your work now that, now that you've knocked somebody up. It's mm-hmm. like, ah, it's, it's all down. My story is ending. You're going to, you probably have one really sweet tree house yeah. in you. One and more. Then, uh, maybe you're not. Maybe a good Halloween costume. But I don't that's think you're it. the, uh, you're, you're not the elaborate scavenger hunt kind of dad no i would be the i'm gonna be the elaborate scavenger hunt kind of dad are you yeah i hope my kid has friends who are dorks so that they will appreciate all of the shit that i do at my kids birthday parties right i also hope that i uh, survive long enough to have kids sure yeah me too yeah be awesome i kind of want to have a kid right away so our kids can be buddies yeah but that's a terrible that is a terrible reason to have a kid Sure. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, uh, there's no time like the present. I guess that's true. You're getting old. I do like having sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I keep thinking, like, uh, where am I going to be when, uh, like, if I had a kid right now, where would I be when my kid graduated from college? And it's rapidly creeping up on, like, yes, 60. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't think I want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Jesus true. Christ. Roy, what happened? I don't know. How did so much time pass in such we a We drank a lot of it away. I guess we did. It was fun, though. Yeah, it was fun. We lived like common people. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we felt real things. We did. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's why we're able to express ourselves so cogently and coherently now. And that's why we're so able to help the people who want our help. Speaking yeah, of those we, people, we've Roy, lived, experienced. Uh, do we have some old business? Uh, we have a little. Um, one of our listeners, let's see here, let me open up this thing, uh, says... Uh, one of the advantages of being old as shit is you can afford an iPad. <laughs> sure. I put this on credit. I can't afford it. Uh, this is from 
Oh, he says who from at the end. Uh, Dear Zach and Roy, Zach's grandma and I have a similar but reverse view on the smell of popcorn. After a long day, when I take off my shoes, my socks release an aroma that I, and at least four other nostrils, recognize as buttered popcorn. I imagine that I think of my feet smelling like popcorn because I've grown up with microwave popcorn, whereas Zach's grandma likely did not. So instead of being disgusted by popcorn, I delight in my own foot stench. Sincerely, olfacting in indiana Hmm. hey thanks for that that's pretty interesting i do do you ever have that moment where you smell something and it's either somebody's cooking something delicious for lunch or somebody just farted yeah and you're like i feel that way about hot dogs something smells good Uh or disgusting uh, i farted in there oh i meant gross (laughs) i meant something smells gross i totally don't have an erection what are you talking about? Is that what happens when you go to a good restaurant and you're really excited about eating? You get an erection? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, occasionally, if I just walk into a restaurant where somebody has farted and then the food shows up and it's uh, gross and I'm like, ah, false advertising. Right. What am I going to do with this erection? <clears throat> also, Officer Dave wrote in uh, and said, read Arizona Revised Statute, Title 13, Chapter 35, Section 07, Public Display of Sexually Explicit Materials. Subsection C1 seems to indicate that truck nuts might be a violation of this statute, depending on one's interpretation. Read it again and let me know what you think. See uh, Section 01 of the same chapter for specific definitions regarding obscenity. Um, I didn't actually look at this, did you? No. Yeah, so we don't really have anything to... To report here. No, but but he's saying that uh, there's a possibility that we could complain to someone about something. So there's a part of me that wants to make that happen, but then there's a part of me that, I mean, I don't really want to live in a world where truck nuts are illegal. Mm-hmm. What, what I want is a, to live in a world where it's legal for me to punch someone because of their truck nuts. Oh, okay. Right? So it's legal for them. Yeah, but you'd only be able to punch them in the truck nuts. Right. What I suggested Which a long time ago was I would be I would be okay with truck nuts being legal as long as there was a requirement that they be connected to the engine of your truck in such a way that if you kick them the truck's engine dies. <laughs> so okay. you could you could reach out or flips over. Yeah, oh man, yeah, it depends on how fast it's going. That'd be great because uh-huh. sometimes if you're running if you're running just full bore and somebody kicks you in the nuts, yeah. you will flip over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I hadn't even thought of that. Cause an accident. No. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, let's let's read some of these things. Dear Advice Hot Dog says, uh, no, I'm not going to spoil it. I decided to grow a beard for the first time. So far, I'm really happy with it, but it's starting to look pretty unruly. Should I buy an electric beard trimmer to tame my facial forest? If so, what should I look for in one? I've never had an electric razor of any kind before, so I have no idea what to look for. Uh, Roy, you just don't trim your beard. Uh, or you, you, know, you look like you seem like maybe you trim it with scissors. I do. Yeah, yeah. I did that today. Um, I do have a little razor, an electric razor that I do sometimes use to trim ends, but there's a possibility that you cut out too much by doing that and you have more control with scissors. Yeah. My beard is too scruffy to grow in thick enough that I can use an actual beard trimmer. Like if I use a trimmer, even on the longest trim setting, I will trim my beard down to the point where it no longer looks like a solid color. Oh, okay. uh, because it's so sparse. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm growing a beard now, but I think I have to get rid of it for this thing that we're doing on Saturday. Because oh. I have to dress like a man in black. Sure. And uh, men in black like don't, have, don't have scruffy ass beards. No, they don't. The G-mans don't. They also don't have earrings. Oh, fuck. Or long hair. Fuck. Well, some of them have long hair. 
No, they totally no, don't. They don't. Oh, man, this is, I, I shouldn't have committed to this costume. Um, <clears throat> so I, for a long time, used a, uh, y- you know, it doesn't matter. Just keep buying $30 trimmers until you find one that lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Spending a bunch of money. I've never used an electric razor either. Spend yeah, but don't a spend bunch a bunch of money. You can spend a bunch of money on it, right? But Yeah, like, but it's like buying gold connectors for your stereo equipment. It's yeah, not going to matter. It's not going to last any Like, I have a, like a $12 trimmer that has lasted me for five years now. Mm-hmm. And I, like, have bought $30 ones that broke immediately. And, like, you just, you just got to buy them until you get lucky. The one that I got doesn't actually have any depth attachments. So the only thing that I use it for is if I go for a long time without shaving. This is a thing that I wish I had discovered, like when I first started. Oh, when shaving. it's long enough, you just when it's cut long it down. Enough, you trim it first. Just uh-huh. use a trimmer with no guard on it to get yeah. it down to just stubble and then shave that. And it is That's a million times easy. easier to shave. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish to fuck that somebody had taught me that trick. I didn't know any lazy assholes, was the thing. I did know that trick. I, oh. I, it never came up. Jesus, Roy. I didn't know. How, how did you Sorry. let me? How did you? I never. You never let me watch, and I always asked you if I could watch while you were shaving. You never let me. But do I it, shave do in it. the nude, Roy. Yeah. Why do you think I was asking? <clears throat> I, uh, I I also learned something, and I decided to try this. Uh, I decided to give this a shot to see if it was some advice that I could share with our listeners about about shaving. But I read on the internet. It was like you know you can totally sharpen Mach three cartridges on your own. Mm-hmm. And the way that you sharpen uh, Mach 3 cartridges is you strop them on a pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. You use it, and then you strop it 15 times in one direction and then 15 times in the other direction okay. on the jeans, not yeah. on the blade. Right. right. Like you only do it against, you don't act like you're shaving your jeans because that will actually cut them. You do it the other direction. Right. And I've been using the same Mach 3 cartridge for like four months. Really? Yeah. And it has huh. yet to get, it has yet to get like, to the point where it's tearing my face up. So I think that this actually works. Like, That's I don't know great. if it lasts forever, but yeah, cause those things it can't are fucking last expensive. forever. But. It's, it's less nice. Cause the, the lube strip gets to where it's not really doing anything mm-hmm. anymore, but you probably use shaving gel or something. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. It's okay. not, it's not necessary, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that was a pretty good trick. That is run your, run your Mach three cartridge along your jeans. Mm-hmm. Plus it also wears out your jeans and makes you look cool. Right. You shave a hole in them. You're like, yeah, I'm a mm-hmm. skateboarder. <laughs> I just did a sweet trick on a skateboard. Um, is that, is that something that kids kids do anymore? Do they skateboard? I don't know. I, or is I, it just used to go from class to class now? I occasionally see a kid on a ripstick. What's a ripstick? Uh, it's like a, we've had this discussion on the air before, I think. It's like a skateboard that's hinged in the middle on the long oh, axis yeah. so that the, the, the front and the back of it swivel independently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's going to catch on. It's like those, those I, snowy boards or whatever they call them. I saw a skateboard that someone modified today that was just on someone, in someone's driveway, and it was, had regular trucks on the back, and then on the front, it just had a swivel wheel. It just had truck nuts. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go anywhere. Uh, Adam writes, between me, age 17, and my sister, age 21, our household consumption of milk is about half a gallon a day. We already purchase our milk for the low price slash quality at Aldi, but our mother, who was raised as if the depression was still occurring, wants to cut corners on our not even close to out of control budget. It has taken all of our power not to be forced to convert to evaporated milk as she was raised. Where can we buy milk or palatable milk substitute to calm our crazy ass mom? (laughs) Um, I have a lot of... (laughs) questions about this what are your questions questions. 
um, okay. So when I was when I was a kid, they made me drink milk. Uh, right, like you, you were sort of forced. You, you were forced to drink milk. I was forced to drink milk as a kid. Like you would, you would take. You'd have to pay. Your parents would have to pay for your milk ration at school, and there was a point during the day where I mean, this is like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, where they take you out and you drink a pint or a half pint thing of milk. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a thing that they do, and they, like your parents could either insist that you drink the regular milk or the chocolate milk or whatever. Like, mm. but it was so, I hated it, and so I started. Whenever my mom would give me the check to take in for the milk money, which was like a check once a week for a dollar twenty-five, I think it was twenty-five cents a day for this thing, I just started hiding the checks uh-huh. under my bed and not taking them to school because I had I had worked out that if I if the milk didn't get paid for, they wouldn't make me drink it. Uh huh. And then they, and they didn't. the school called or sent a letter or something, and then my mom got pissed off because she she was like she's like you know I can't balance my checkbook if you take these checks that I write and hide them under the bed, right? Like it's just like that's that's what she was upset about. I was like, "Mom, I just fucking hate milk. Can we just mm-hmm. not? Can I just not drink any more milk?" Mm-hmm. Um, boy, do I not like milk. I do. You I, still don't like milk. I, yeah, I really don't. Okay. I like. I. I don't. That's why you drink your coffee black. Oh no, that I drink my coffee black because I'm not a pussy. <laughs> oh, I see. Um, um, that's a sound piece of advice for our listeners. If no. you don't want to be a pussy, just learn to drink a fucking cup of coffee. I like Your milk life in my coffee. Will be so much easier, if, but you can drink black coffee. You're not like disgusted. I can do anything I if I put can, my mind to but it. You, what I'm saying is, you can drink black coffee. If we were out somewhere and we were stranded and all we had was a, some coffee beans to and survive a, on, and a tin can, and we made some, we sure, made some, yeah, some drink Billy. it. Some what? <laughs> some Billy. Some Billy. I think a Billy might be tea. Actually, that's oh, what okay. the swag man in Waltzing Matilda called his tea. Oh, okay. He waited while his Billy boiled. Um, he waited while his Danny boiled. So I was raised on powdered milk because in Mexico, buying fresh milk was something that was a pain in the ass because you would buy fresh milk and then you would take it home and you would boil it, which I don't know how often you've ever boiled milk. You have to make sure you don't burn it. Right. And then it gets that. Yeah, and then it gets that disgusting little Why did you film have to boil at the, it? Uh, to like it pasteurize it. Yeah, oh, it wasn't really because oh, it was unpasteurized. You because you were just getting it like right out of a cow. No, no it there actually wasn't. came in cartons. Well, n- no, but I'm saying like it, there wasn't. There's not like really an industrial agricultural complex in Mexico. There is, but it wasn't reliable. Okay, um, I don't know what the situation is now. Now, now you can buy like the ira- irradiated milk. That, you know, comes like in a little te- Tetra pack. It's shelf-stable milk. Have you ever had that? No. Okay. I, it, like, it I've also... not voluntarily drunk milk. Like, okay. I think maybe s- since I've been an adult, I've had, or even since I've been like an adolescent, I've drunk a glass of chocolate milk maybe five times. Really? Yeah. I just, huh. I, I, I don't understand why someone would want to drink milk. Like it is, it is less thirst quenching than water. And it it's is. Like, it's it like, makes you want to drink more of it. I'm just going to drink... Uh, it's like eating a bunch of cheese, only you don't get to taste the cheese or feel full, right? It's just... It's like, all right, well, this has way more calories than a bunch of things that are way better than it. Mm-hmm. So, like, why? 
Yeah, I don't know. I I just I don't get it. I think some people just really like the the taste of milk. It it also has to do with what you're used to. I mean, sure. Being raised on powdered milk, then we came to the states and we're buying you know fresh milk from the grocery store, and I loved it, hmm. and I did drink it just for the the pleasure of it. Um, no, I mean I know people who like Josh still drinks a lot of milk. Sure, I don't like drink just, it anymore. Like he's thirsty and he'll go to the fridge and pour himself a glass of milk and drink it, and I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, I won't do that. Although I did uh, for a while, really uh, got into drinking buttermilk. Huh. And all I know about something about the is that if you sourness, put salt and pepper in it, it tastes like cottage cheese. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It does. Um. So here's my here's my advice to you, Adam. Uh, your sister should not be living at home anymore because she's 21. So maybe she should move out, get her own apartment, buy whatever fucking milk she wants, and then you can go over there when you want to drink some milk. Um, also, maybe drink less milk. Jesus. I think it's okay that your sister lives at home, that she's 21. But, um, you know, if it's really that important to you, buy the milk. Yeah. You know, buy, just tell your mother, it. we will take care of the milk. Buy Don't yourself, worry about yeah, it. Like, you can get a job. Just say, look, we'll, you we'll, probably do have a job or sh- you should have a job if you're 17. Yeah, if your mom is being like that about the milk, she's probably all like, you should be sewing soccer balls, Adam. <laughs> you need to pull your weight around here. Yeah. Oh, uh, what else we got? Chris says, how do you make the perfect jello shot? Have you ever made a jello shot? No. And <clears throat> I've only had them on very rare occasion. And I'm told that what you're supposed to do is just take the jello shot and swallow it whole. But where's the fun in that? I think when you eat jello, you should put it in your mouth and squish it yeah, around chew it up, until yeah. it is liquid and then you swallow it. Yeah. Or and then always... you pass it to your buddy. Oh, yeah. You spit it. Yeah. You do yeah, that you thing s- where you like spit, mm-hmm. uh, you get in a line. It's like a fireman carry. Um, fireman bucket, a bucket brigade. Yes, the fireman carry. You put your buddy. Over I thought maybe your, maybe that was a thing. Shoulder and then spit the jello shot into his butt, um, and then he has to swim across the lake and deliver the the jello to a different bro. Um, Mark. No. Yeah. Yeah, Mark writes. Well, should we? Con- I don't. I don't know. I'm sorry, buddy. I don't know, Chris. How to make yeah, just follow shot. the directions like, on the box. You go to a bar. They're often in like a white paper cup sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my understanding from people who've talked about it is that there are a variety of ways that you can make Jello shots. But the advice that they always give is just make Jello, but use vodka instead of water mm-hmm. in the exact proportions. Follow the recipe. Like you won't think it's going to work. You'll think it's going to taste really gross. But don't use any water at all. Just use the vodka. Mm-hmm. But don't you have to boil the water when you make jello? Yeah. Okay. You can boil vodka. I don't think it's I don't think it boils it that much. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean it might lose some alcohol, but you can afford to lose some. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean that's how like distilling works. You boil it. Sure. Right. So um yeah, maybe it loses water. Maybe it loses water and then I don't actually know how a still works. I think the alcohol boils off first. And you collect that mm-hmm. in the in the glass tubes, right? And then and that the dr- little then that coil drips down. and the stuff. water the water stays and the alcohol boils. Yeah. Um, so whatever, you'll still it's fucking jello shot. Like, here's the thing: just know in your heart and take solace in the fact that, like, no matter how old you are, three years from now you will be fucking done with jello shots. Yeah, you won't and, like, care. It just won't be a thing that you care about anymore. <laughs> um, Mark says. Uh, how do I get my beard to grow straighter instead of curly? Also, why does it sometimes grow in thick and sometimes grow in sparse and a little weak? Uh, man, I think it's just genetic. 
Your beard, Roy. Your beard is phenomenal. Uh, my beard seems to come in consistently uh, curly now, sort of. But when I was younger, wait, what is it now? I, don't know, I, I can't see my face. It's is it gray. curly? It's gray. You got these gray it comes stripes. In gray. Yeah, it comes in gray. Um, I don't. I don't know why that is. I think maybe you need to grow it out longer, right? And then it settles down or something. You can start. Uh, what you do is you start ironing it. Hmm. Yes, you get a, a beard uh, straightener. A beard crimper. <laughs> you spray some hairspray in it. <laughs> do you have put a crimper? On, I would totally your, try that on, on my your face. Sweat bands. Um, no, I don't. Why would I have a crimper? I don't know. I, for your hair? For you my have, bangs? Yeah, that I long, cr- long, gorgeous I, I hair. I crimp my bangs. Yeah. Um. Uh, we don't know why your hair uh, changes uh, consistency. Uh, he also writes, what type of serious backpacking backpack should I buy for a week in Cambodia? Um, yeah, you know more about this now. You know, it doesn't really matter. Like, get a light one that is big enough to hold all of the shit that you have to carry. Like, mm-hmm. but there's no way to make it comfortable. And there's, you know, there's a, like... Any any backpack that's got like a frame and a waist strap and regular straps and and is adjustable in like a handful of places is is the same as any other one. Sure. Basically. Like for, I mean, if you're buying a modern backpack, yeah, right? it's it's more or less fine. Like I I replaced an expensive backpack with a cheaper backpack for the last trip that we went on. Uh, that was cheaper and and pretty significantly smaller, and I was pretty happy with that. I mean, the the expensive ones will last longer. But realistically, the average person buying a backpacking backpack is only going to be using it for maybe a month in their entire life. Sure. At the right? end of your trip, you're probably going to want to throw it away anyway. And all your clothes. <laughs> yeah, throw that it away using. and all of the stuff that's in it. You're like, I'm so fucking tired of looking at this iPhone. <laughs> I've had it. <laughs> I'm um, hurling this into the volcano that we hiked around. No. If you get really serious about backpacking, then you would just get an expensive one, right? You, if you're using it all the time. You might. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like, I just, the, the one that I got recently was, I think, like, maybe 75 bucks. Like, mm-hmm. it just wasn't, it was one of the cheapest ones they had at REI, and it was fine. Like, Was that an REI brand? I don't believe that it was, huh. actually. I don't know what brand it was. The ones that we got before were the really, really tall kind that yeah. were the only kind that they had, you know, 10 years ago when we, we bought them. And it was it was OK, but there were just some things about it that I didn't like the way that the way that the parts of it fit the together. It was clips. Yeah. The, the t- there was a thing on top that you couldn't really tighten without smashing everything that was in the bottom of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and that's the, how mine is. The one that I got was just more of a backpack. Like it just was it had a zipper that went all the way around on the top and it didn't have the like weird flap. Like easy thing. access to stuff. Yeah, and, it was easy easy access yeah. to stuff. Although because it was small on this last trip I had to strap a lot more stuff to the outside of it. Like my sleeping bag was on the outside and there were some then straps running down the back that made it not very easy to get into the main compartment of it while you were using it. Mm-hmm. But again, you don't need a lot of that. Like you need some place to keep water that you can reach. And that is honestly like get a canteen and a carabiner and just have that connected to one of the straps. Mm-hmm. And then if you need to refill your canteen, just ask one of your buddies to get the water out of your bag. Right. Right. Or do it when you stop for lunch or whatever. Like you don't you don't need to get into it a bunch of times while you're moving. Mm-hmm. Right. So you, all of these things that you think are going to be a big deal are just not. 
Uh, I also wonder here if backpacking in Cambodia means actually camping or if it means like when you backpack to Europe and you're <sighs> renting like a little, I don't know, hut on the beach or something. Uh, you know, either way, I think it's, I think the advice holds, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, you just need to carry shit from one place to another, right? Right, but he m- might not necessarily be carrying a sleeping bag a sleeping or, bag or a, a tent, tent or, or yeah. something like that. Um, and a correction here, I think this question was by Andrew mm. or Mark, I don't know. Or Mark Andrew, mm-hmm. the famous rapper. Yeah. Uh, Spencer writes, I almost always end up lying awake for an hour or two in the middle of the night. It's probably because I drink too much beer. Short of drinking less, any ideas on avoiding this? Failing that, how do I spend this time more wisely than just fretting? I don't find that drinking too much makes me wake up in the middle of the night. Um, Well, it sounds like... Do you? Do you wake up in the night a lot? I do. um, And a lot of it has to do with uh, just general worry about things, which I really hate that... You know, I will be asleep and then all of a sudden I will wake up. Uh, so I've started to, <clears throat> when that happens, maybe I, I will lay in bed for a half hour. And then? And uh, then <clears throat> I will get up and go do something. You huh. know, like go watch something. Or now I've started to get up and work on stuff on the computer and so on. Huh. Yeah, I have a really hard time going to sleep sometimes. And there are times like if I'm really anxious and that's preventing me from sleeping, it does so in a really crazy way where mm-hmm. I never quite wake up. But I just have this like thing where it seems like I'm not sleeping the entire night. It seems like I'm awake mm-hmm. and trying to solve some puzzle that doesn't make any sense. Oh, or no, mine's about like, specific things that like I trying can to recognize. fit Tetris blocks together or something. Like it's it's always like just a really weird like not necessarily like oh I'm seeing Tetris pieces in my sleep because I played too much Tetris, but because like I, I don't know it's just my like I get in some weird anxiety mode. I can't imagine getting up in the middle of the night and actually accomplishing anything. Like I'm I'm useless. Uh, well, it really depends on what in the middle of the night is, right? So most of the time for me it is five o'clock in the morning. You know, so it it is kind of in the middle if I sleep to eight or something, but sure. You, you could know, just get up. Yeah, I can. Yeah. It's you know, it's it's different because I have to work on quiet things, right? I don't want wanna wake up Corinne or now my parents. You don't wanna you don't wanna be recording new vocals for your death metal album. <laughs> no. So I get up and you know, it's it's kind of nice in one sense because you, you know, can't practice your scream foo. No. My morning ritual of scream poo. Um, so I so I do stuff. And as far as I know, if you have trouble sleeping, you are not meant to stay in your bed and try to sleep because then you will associate not being able to sleep with your bed. Yeah, and you, you get to the point where it's like you lying in bed makes you think, oh, I hope I don't have trouble sleeping. And then you immediately just have trouble sleeping. Right. It's weird. There are times in my life when I've had a really hard time going to sleep, and then there are times when I don't. And I don't really know what the difference is between those times. I don't know. I think it's environmental because there are places. There are, like, places I've lived where I never had any trouble sleeping, and then places I lived where I did. Hmm. Do you have a blue thing in your room? uh, Do you need a blue thing in your room? Yeah, it's supposed to calm you. Just anything blue? Mm. Have you put magnets under your mattress? Uh, No. There are maggots under my mattress, but that's just from the meat that I left there. You 
You read the article wrong. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I got the magnets or the maggots because I heard that maggots eat bed bugs. They do. Man, one time, have you ever encountered bed bugs? No, and I don't want to. I stayed in a hotel in Florida once and uh, just laid down for a nap. Like we got there after a long drive, just laid down to like nap for an hour before we got up and went to dinner and woke up and there were just they were just all over the top of the bedspread like they had come out when we were sleeping and bit us all over and they really were like just little ticks it was so oh. fucking gross we just fled we fled the hotel we went and tried, tried to get our money back and they were like nope you can't have your money back like really because they got we got it through expedia so they couldn't actually they would have had to refund expedia and they so our request had to go through them and it's uh-huh. just like bullshit did you write a bad, bad review I've on never got around to it hotels.com or I never got whatever it, yeah, hotels.com I wrote a bad review on hotwire.com. Hotline, hotline. Uh, William Shatner got bitten by a bed bug here. Um, Crawled into his ear and possessed him and made him evil. uh, I understand from, uh, you know, like uh, bed bug experts that whenever you go to a hotel, if you want your stuff to really be safe, like your clothes and, and so on, to not get infested with bed bugs, you keep all of that in the bathroom. Huh. Because it's really easy to see if bed bugs are there. Okay. Uh, I also heard of a movie theater here in town where uh, some of Corinne's um, high school students went and got bitten by bed bugs while they were watching a movie. In the so seats. Not, was it yeah, one of those in the movies seats. where there's filthy mattresses? There are you sure this be. wasn't like a crack house? I'm sure. Uh, so now I, I won't go to that theater. Huh. Cool. Now you want to tell our listeners what theater it is? Oh, it's downtown. Uh, yeah, it's downtown. Stay Phoenix. away from there. It's full of mm-hmm. poor people, and jerks, and artists. Um, no, it's full I don't, of the university. I don't really know what to tell you, Spencer. Um, uh, maybe you should drink more so that you pass out. One one thing that I can definitely attest to that people will tell you, and you don't want this to be true, but it just totally fucking is, that is if you get some exercise... It'll just be a lot easier to sleep. Yeah, that's like, true. If you get some exercise, you will just feel better about everything pretty much all the time. Like mm-hmm. a lot of things that well, it's you... Well, the endorphins, isn't it? I don't know what it is. There's a lot of things that you would not attribute to inactivity that getting a little bit more active and not like a lot more active. Like I'm not saying go crazy. Like I'm a half hour like, or start biking, hour start walk. biking somewhere. I mean, what I did was just started biking to work occasionally, mm-hmm. like maybe once or twice a week, if that, and it was enough to, to just like all of these like minor physical ailments went away. A lot of, a lot of my, like the sort of anxiety Aches. that I'm plagued with was, was reduced significantly. And a lot of, like I stopped getting hangnails um, my hangnails. I, I don't need glasses anymore. Oh, yeah, I started making true. stuff up at some point in this uh, story, but um, yeah, I don't know where though. I know, um, but no, I mean the the sleeping thing. Like it, a lot of the time, I would be lying there in bed, unable to sleep, and thinking like, you know, I literally did nothing except sit down from the time that I woke up until the time that I went back to bed, like there might be no a lot wonder to it. I'm not right. tired. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the, I'm, I'm full of the energy that I was supposed that to you spend. Should have used. Yeah. That like I was evolutionarily programmed to like get up and fucking do something. Right. Like nothing in particular mm-hmm. and like certainly not get on a treadmill right. or whatever, but like go hunt, go hunt, go, you know, like go gather, go move to a place where it's warmer mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Like, and you know, you, you're, yeah, just just move around. Just do something. 
Uh, Christian writes, I just recently got a new desk, but the space in my room is minimal since getting a queen size bed. Should I downgrade the bed despite loving being able to sprawl out in order to have room for the desk? Or should I just put uh, put up with the desk and live with having less space in my room to do things? I've never regretted getting bigger beds. Mm -hmm. You know, you spend like a third of your life using this thing. Yeah, that's true. I've, I've always felt like it was really foolish to cut corners on your bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're trying to make a sweet circular or heart-shaped bed. Yeah, that's <laughs> Then true. you have to cut the corners off. But Literally. Like, in thinking like, oh, is, you know, is is like $1,000 too much to spend on a mattress? Like, no. No, it is not too much to spend on a mattress. Like, you spend literally a third of your life using this piece of furniture. Now, Get a really fucking nice one. No one... Not everyone can afford a thousand dollars for that. But if it's but if you're if you're trying to decide whether or not it's worth it to spend an amount of money that you can sure spend as much as you can spend as much as you can on a mattress. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really liked you know I I switched maybe ten years ago to a king size bed and sleeping especially like with a girl on a king size bed totally different. It's just like all of this stuff that was like this perpetual tiny little source of frustration every night Mm -hmm. that you're trying to sleep and you don't have enough room and it's like if you get hot you can't get away by a foot to cool off and if you know like you you always when you want to pretend that you're alone yeah that you want to do you just roll over there but like king size bed got some space yeah you know get a used one Get one from uh, bed. Get a bed bug. Uh, <laughs> bed bugs and beyond. King. Yeah, bed bugs and beyond. Uh, king size mattress. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would not downgrade the bed. I would not downgrade the bed. Um, I do find though that a big desk is not as great as you think it's going to be. Yeah, it's actually a larger surface for you to gather clutter. I do have a fairly big desk at home mm-hmm. that's like a corner computer desk that I've had for a really long time. And I like having all that area to just kind of have, because I can have like multiple things sort of going at once on it. Like the left side of my desk is dedicated to this thing that I'm working on. And the right side of my desk is dedicated to this sure. other thing. And that other thing is often just like a pile of books that I haven't read or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but at work, I just use like a... Uh, a tiny desk. Yeah. It's like a, like a, a, two, two, a two foot by four foot yeah. folding table. Um, is my desk and all it has is keyboard, mouse, and monitors on it and room for one piece of paper if I need mm-hmm. like some reference or whatever. And that's like just great for getting stuff done. Right. Because you can't clutter it up because there's literally no room on it. I have a really big desk at work, but I don't use it. Like I use the very front of it and then behind my computer monitors, there is just open space. Hmm. And so it doesn't matter. You you can just have a small small desk as long as it's you comfortable. You can do what Rift does and have several small desks yeah. with like four foot piles of junk uh-huh. on every surface. He seems to know where stuff is, though. It's strange. Sure. And I mean, I guess like the pile of dirty socks is under the desk. He also uh, he also though in the crisper drawer in the fridge at the office is every uh, condiment packet that he's received from from anywhere that he's been. Yeah. And he and we said, Riff, can we get rid of some of these? And he said, no, I like having them all in there because you'll occasionally find a rare <laughs> sauce and it's a nice surprise. 
That's true, because they're mostly soy sauce. Yeah, and I think that's what he likes about his desk, is that occasionally he will find, ooh, I forgot that I even had this. Yeah. Here's an advent calendar from three years ago. <clears throat> Tom writes, I'm now in my mid-twenties, and most of my friends have started to hunker down with fiancés, real jobs, and kids. Do I need to start this long march to death, or is it okay that I want to stay in Never Neverland for another year or so? Buddy, as far as I'm concerned, you could stay in Never Neverland for another ten years. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're starting to hunker down with... I guess I got married for a while. That was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do that, Tom. Yeah, but you have a real job now. I sort of have you're a real job. You bought a house. I mean, you're... Uh, okay, but I mean, I stumbled into... Like, I I work my job like a, like a baby. I sometimes feel like, for you, it must be... Your life must be very similar to the life that somebody would have if they were working for a baby. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. true. So, um, I wouldn't say that I actually grew up and become responsible. I think if I grew up and became responsible and, and decided that, all right, now I'm just going to make as much money as I can until I die, which seems to be what, you know, that, that mode means. That's what that means? You wouldn't, you wouldn't. I don't think that's what that means. You wouldn't like that. No, I'll just, I'm going to find some shrew of a woman and make her as happy as possible until I <laughs> oh, die. Sure. Oh, by the way, the only thing that makes her happy is money. She okay. only likes, I, I, I can she see only it. likes diamonds. How people fall into that trap. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't sweat it. Move uh, to San Francisco. Go to Burning Man. Yeah. Go, yeah. go to do, the do, Juggalo Gathering. Bo- yeah, man. You could... That That is a real easy place to get laid, I bet. Yeah, it uh, is. And you probably... You I, know, don't know, I, mean, I don't know... I don't know how much... Uh, like how much of a chance there is of you getting like every STD at the same time at Gathering of the Juggalos. But you can try. But I'm pretty sure that even even if you don't finish, regardless of whether you're wearing, like even if you're wearing a condom, even a if you, yeah, any of those girls is going to get pregnant by you if you have sex with them. Like that, yeah. You could you could literally be in a different room while you were having sex with her, and she uh, would. Still but there get, aren't any rooms. She would still get pregnant. Yeah, it's outside. You could be in a different it's in nature, tent, a different tent. It's in fucking nature and shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Woo woo. Oh I I wouldn't worry about it, even if your friends are hunkering down and getting real jobs and doing all those other things. They're doing it because uh, they either feel that they need to. Or um, they kind of want to at this point, or you know, uh, they, yeah. I mean, doing something because or they you knock feel like somebody up. Doing something because you feel like you're supposed to is a really is good way good... to waste a bunch of time and yeah. end up with a bunch of regrets and then mm-hmm. backslide in the wrong direction yeah. completely. I mean, you you end up with this like midlife crisis bullshit where you why am I doing a, this? Buy a super sweet car and fuck a bunch of nineteen year old girls and then you're like, right. hey, this is awesome and I could have been just doing this the entire yeah, time. Yeah, so so like, if that's what you want to do, yeah, do that. So so yeah, you'll know when it's time to move on to the next stage, whatever right. it is. And it will be when your girlfriend says, "I'm pregnant <laughs> and you can't afford an abortion." Sometimes that's how it happens for people. Roy, we are dropping some fucking pearls I know today uh, what if somebody wanted some of those pearls how would they go about getting them I think they would go to our website right they sure. would go Where's to advicehotdog.com and there they would see uh, not only all of our episodes that they can listen to directly there or if they prefer they can go to iTunes and subscribe right so it just shows up yeah, every week it just comes to you all more, every week more or less every week <laughs> almost every week every week definitely starting now we promise and uh you know um while we're on it 
if they go to iTunes, they can also uh, leave us a rating or yeah. give us a review. Yeah, they can. That, that helps us um, so that other people may listen to the show. So then once you're at the website, uh, you can uh, see a link to the Gmail, which is advicehotdog at Gmail. Or you can go to Twitter and follow us there, at Advice Hot Dog. Or you can go to the Facebook.com uh, slash Advice Hot Dog. You can like us there. You can also see all the uh, episode logos uh, that I make and photos and that, all that stuff. Uh, you can also give us a telephone call to 769-218-9225. Or you can send us a package or a letter or a postcard to Advice Hot Dog, P.O. Box 411. 774 Mesa, Arizona 85274. Now, um, I also want to thank a few of our listeners that sent us uh, some shirts or yeah. sent me some shirts. They sent you some other things. I also got a shirt from that sorority. It was yeah, a yellow uh, Amish crossing shirt, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, have you worn it? I haven't. I uh, I threw it in the in the hamper because I I have this thing where I don't like to wear a shirt that I've acquired until I've washed it once. Oh, sure. And I don't know why. I think I w- I'm afraid of... Uh, Bed like, bugs? No, I'm afraid of Asian chemicals. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's understandable. Um, so I got three shirts. One was from Ashley, and she sent me this really great shirt that has a chinchilla with some sunglasses, and it says chinchillin. I've already worn that one. I didn't even wash it. I just put it on. Nice. It was, it was great. I also got a shirt from um, Matthew... And uh, he actually sent this from New Zealand, which Ooh. is where he lives. And it Did it says, have a kiwi on it? <laughs> no, but it was green. Was it a hobbit shirt? <laughs> and it says, uh, sweet as shirt. And it tells you how to pronounce it. It's some kind of uh, New Zealand thing, I guess. Okay. Uh, and it was a brand new shirt. <sighs> so I'm going to wash it and uh, then wear it. And then we also got a, a shirt from Squin. And he sent us this very long note explaining how... Uh, he got this shirt from Woot, WootWoot.com, and uh, he happened to hate it. And um, Why did he buy it if he hated it? No, it was like a mystery grab bag type of oh, thing where you pay like nine okay. bucks and they send you a, a, a random shirt. And it is like a Santa that is all uh, tricked out. And he's it's kind of like those Rat Fink. Um, do, you, do you remember those? Like the big rat and he's on like a muscle car but he's super huge and he's like riding this muscle car and he no. has like the the i think this might have been steering a steering call it's dream not it's not had. a dream in any case he has gold jewelry and all this shit on on his face and so on i also hate the shirt so i will be sending you a shirt that i hate oh Okay. Well, a brand new one. Do you though. have one picked out? Do you have a brand new shirt that you hate? Or are you going to go down to Hot Topic, find the shirt you hate the most, buy it, and send it to this guy? <laughs> oh, I, I might. I mean, the deal is, is that it's shirts that I have, right? So I'm going to find one that I, I'm sure I have a shirt that I hate. Also, <laughs> why, why would you have a shirt that you hate? I don't think I have any shirts that I. If hate. I, if I did the same thing, which I have done that, you bought like thing. a random. I've never have done that. Hmm. I guess somebody will give you a T-shirt, and you're like, man, I fucking hate this shirt. But you don't have the heart to just throw it away. So you send it to yeah, somebody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it sometimes happens. Roy, how about a stinger? How about a stinger? I'm going to pick one off this list from Giarge. Okay. <clears throat> Radio or TV? Oh. Now, I'm assuming uh, that he means which one of these would you rather have grafted onto your body? Okay. So I would rather have, if it was grafted onto my chest, 
I think I would rather have a TV because I think it would be pretty sweet to be a dude whose torso was a television. Right. Uh, but how would you watch it? My face. Well, you'd be in a mirror. If it was oh, my okay. face, I'd rather have a radio so that I could go around saying, look at me, I'm radio face. Oh. I'm like a band. I see. We have a, you might have heard our song, Creeps. Uh-huh. I would want the radio installed in my mouth, right? Ooh, like, a fi- like your fillings. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd want it to be private. Okay. So you could hear it. Mm-hmm. So TV would have to be on the inside of your eyelids if it was going to be private. And then that'd be weird. You know You'd what? the back of a TV sticking out of your eyes. What you should do is have two small TVs installed in your eye sockets. Oh. Scoop out your eyes. Wow. That would be so creepy. Mm-hmm. Because you could play a show about some eyes. But then you couldn't watch it. So maybe only scoop out one eye. Oh, you couldn't watch it. But man, you could give people nightmares. Yeah, you could. That'd be so great. That's yeah, some be Seth, really that's useful some Seth that, MacFarlane that shit right there. Mm-hmm. That's some David Lynch... That's some David Lynch meets some H.R. Giger, mm-hmm. is what that is. Yeah, Did good they pronunciation. Did they ever work out anything together? Uh, no. But they will now, because they're both fans of the show. <laughs> good. Yeah. They were like, wow, that is a good idea. Wasn't Dave telling us that he went to Giger's house once? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Not Officer Dave, our other friend Dave. All right. Dave, did he, Dave. Did he find some sort of sweet biomechanical chair and have sex with Alanis Morris set so. on it? No, I, I, I think the chair had sex with him. Oh. You can never tell. You can never tell with that Giger stuff. Like, which one of us, which one of us is fucking <laughs> is doing which one it. of us? And like, yeah, what, like, where does the man end and the machine begin? You don't know. Yeah, that's, that's the, that's that's the, the beauty of his artwork. I, seriously, though, eyes that are tiny little televisions, that is fucking spooky. Mm-hmm. And you would be better if you that were playing a video? Of a mouth opening and closing. Oh, yeah. You'd be like that character in the Sandman comics that has the mouths for eyes. Oh, really? It's pretty horrifying. What does he see? I don't remember. Or say. He sees anything. He's wearing sunglasses sometimes, so you don't know he's horrible. Oh. I think he goes to conventions and kills people. Conventions? I don't know. There's a, there's some subplot where there's like a serial killer convention or whatever. Oh, and he's a bad guy. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe he's not. Maybe he's an agent of justice. Maybe he goes and he kills the other serial killers. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. I think okay. he's like some kind of demon or something. Yeah, he has eyes instead of mouths. But he doesn't have TVs Tooth instead eye. of mouths. TVs instead of mouths seems more like a David Lynch. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, yeah, you like imagine how creepy it would be to just have televisions instead of eyes. And the television was playing a show about eyes. Yeah, You're like, that's looking, true. like looking back and forth. They'd never know what you were looking at. Are you looking over there or are you just watching a show about a guy looking over there? You're That's like, true. does it matter? Yeah, it kind of does. It kind of does, because I want to know what you're looking at, you fucking television-eyed creep. <laughs> In fact, who even invited you here? I think maybe it's time for you to go home. You would be great if you installed a camera, so it was playing like a closed-circuit uh, video feed from your camera. Oh, you pointed the camera at the back of your eye sockets. So just oh like no! I didn't install the camera in my crotch, so oh. that it was like a crotch-level. So like the inside cam- of your pants uh-huh. all the time. No, I'd open up my pants, right? Oh, I so see. That or then if you were making love to a, a good, lady, good she would be like, wow, this is like that time I went to the hospital. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's the kind of thing that you want a lady to think about while you're making sweet yeah, love to yeah. her, right? Like, the yeah, hospital. This, this, reminds me of, this reminds me of the gynecologist's office. This reminds me of being arthroscopically probed. Oh, boy. Great show. That's, uh, that's about enough of that, okay. I think. Roy, this has been, this has been great. I think, uh, mm-hmm. I think we've all learned something today. Mm-hmm. I don't remember I exactly have. what. Um, no, I, I don't know either. Maybe our listeners will be kind enough to tell us using many of the feedback methods that we've uh, we've provided for them. Okay. And until then, uh, 
you know, until then, until that thing that I didn't actually just say was anything. <laughs> until you uh, listen to this at your convenience. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, we'll see you next time on the on the next very special episode of Advice Hot Dog. Thank you.